This is where the magic happens. <laughs> I, I was listening like to the because in the first couple, you you we'd start off and you'd be like, "Welcome to where the magic happens." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, "Do we not know the name of our we, own podcast? We don't need to. Know <laughs> we don't know the okay. name. We don't need to know the name." <laughs> Ryan. Do we need to introduce ourselves? No, I don't think so. That's Angela Lovell. She is a master 11 and a master of loving. Yeah. Um, And I am Ryan Singer, at least last I checked. Although I got to tell you, I mean, there's chaos going on outside. There seems to have been a major industrial uh, rug carpet cleaning liquid spill or something. I don't know what's going on. But the guy was sweeping outside of our front door on the concrete ground. So that's always interesting. Maybe we'll turn into superheroes. That would be awesome. I have this fantasy of turning into like a Patrick Swayze superhero. What? Where like I melt like a lock of his hair. With like radioactive materials, and then I can be any Swayze character. Oh, that would be a good one. Um, for like a, but I can only have that superpower for the duration of the of how long that movie was. Well, he was also a pilot, so maybe you would know how to. Fly he was a pilot, pilot also. Yeah, I love Swayze. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, Swayze was pretty cool. Swayze was my he's my number one all time favorite. Really? Of actors, yeah. What? That I would never. Swayze's the best. Good for you, because lots of people say really pretentious things about their favorite. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He cobblestones when he's not acting. And I love Daniel Day-Lewis, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double DL. Um, He's got to go up and live in cabins when he does movies. Yeah, yeah. He's like so method. uh, I think it was Sidney Poitier was asked a question (laughs) about, uh, (laughs) speaking of pretentious, I'm going to use pretension (laughs) to strike down pretension here. This is a story. I don't know if it's true, but it's one of these, you know, uh, things that goes around when asked about, I guess he worked with a young Dustin Hoffman when Dustin Hoffman was young and like bursting out into a star. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Dustin Hoffman's a piece of shit now, but, yeah, yeah. um, but they were like asking, you know, like, what do you think about Dustin Hoffman and his method? He's a method actor. What do you think about that? You know, to one of the yeah. greatest actors of all time, Sidney Poitier. <laughs> and Sidney Poitier says something along the lines of, well, that's the thing about acting. You, you act. <laughs> you pretend to be a person. You don't have to yeah. become the person. No. Like, if you're a good actor, you just... Pretend to be that person for a little bit, and now guess what? And You're th- back to being yeah. you. Then you go to your trailer, and maybe you play yeah. A video You're not game. Jim Carrey being no. Andy Kaufman and treating, making everyone's life a living hell on set. Did he do that? Oh, as yeah, he's, he's like a Capricorn. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he. Uh, there's a documentary that I'm surprised he even let out because I mean he doesn't look great because of it. I mean, but he made everyone's life a living hell when he was doing Man on the Moon <gasps> because he was being Andy and Jerry Lawler who's a, a wrestler who's famous with Andy Kaufman and their their big like beef that they had he's even on record saying like you know Andy turned it off he wasn't always yeah. Andy the whole time and like but Jim Carrey was like I just have to be Andy Kaufman the whole time and it's just like you I'm over it I'm loved, over that one of the stories I really like that went around was um De Niro, didn't he, he stayed up for like three days or two days straight to do the crazy scene in Taxi Driver when he's insane. And Marlon Brando said, didn't you ever hear of acting? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> like, also, playing crazy is easy. That, yeah. I feel like anybody can play crazy. Well, that might be... <laughs> maybe <laughs> That's a maybe very I'm loaded thing. You really set me up. You, re- you really set me <laughs> up here. But I'm not going to go down that avenue. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about, speaking of, I guess, crazy, quote-unquote crazy, um, it's, um, there's apparently something crazy that's been uh, happened. I mean, our listeners are going to be shocked 
to hear that something crazy has happened or like what was going on you didn't okay. really tell me before All we right. started well, recording. i wanted to tell you about the super hard lesson i learned last night i um, think that's a good thing because i mean <sighs> if we can maybe okay here we yeah. go okay let's frame this and we have to shout out to people from itunes and stuff like that oh, yeah, been yeah, reviewing. Yeah. we'll we'll do that as well um but let's maybe frame this like lessons that, that can be learned yeah. um, through the process. Because I think when it comes to practicing magic, I know for someone who's on the newer side of things. And also like when you just dive into head head first into new age woo. Yeah. And like, well, you know, embracing your empath, all these things. Oh, there's yeah. like lots of lessons that are learned. Oh, my God. And they're brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lately I have been just elated. Like. I wanted to return to LA for years and had all these reasons why I wouldn't do it. And I've just been so happy to be here and be with like what I consider my people, you know, and just like I'm surrounded by great people. Lessons are popping up all the time. Um, finding Sarah was life changing. Like what we started with this has been great. So I've just been in this state of gratitude for a while and it's, it's really serving me well. I feel great. Love myself. Love my life. Too blessed to be stressed, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I can't miss. I'm full of bliss. Bless like, up, bless up. Bless up. <laughs> so, so last night I listed, I'm selling my trailer because... Oh, you listed it. This yeah. is a big moment. Yeah. And I was... Considering like all the different like uh, potentialities that were presenting themselves at yeah. one point. This is a big moment. Yeah. And and um, it... I love it so much and like writing the ad out and everything I put into it. I was just feeling so sick even talking about it. I'm like, oh God, is this really happening? But but I don't want to I don't want to leave LA ever again. How <laughs> like, long have you had this trailer? Uh over a year. Okay. I bought it for my birthday present in twenty seventeen, December twenty seventeen. And um How many miles did you put on it? Or is it oh, a is it know. a wait, is it a fifth wheel? Like something you attached to the truck. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. We are going to turn. That large thing just fell. I just, I Whoa. thought it was a body at first and it scared me. Okay. So we're back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, though, a body could survive that fall. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. There's so you, bless you, up. So this is like a self contained trailer that you can drive yeah. around itself. Yeah. And okay. it's so beautiful. And I mean, all of it, tore out all of it. And then, like, loved it, stressed about it, uh, manifested it in the first place. Like, so much of me went into this trailer. So I've been really sad, but I also believe that this is what's supposed to happen. Also, you know, I I, I talked to Sarah about it, and, and I was like, I think I'm supposed to get rid of it. And she's like, yeah, it's a big yes. And um, so real, real sad last night. And I was getting all pity party on myself. And I was like, and this is something else I want to talk about, because I had... I bought that trailer because I always wanted to. I always I always had like a secret Pinterest board of, of Airstreams and stuff. And then Doreen and Casadega was like, Spirit wants you to be nomadic. And I was like, done. Well, Spirit, like that was great for, for a while. But everything I put into it, I feel like I wish I had all that money and had just come here, not wrecked my credit and just set myself up in L.A. But here's the other thing. Who knows? I'm a Sagittarius, you know, what is one of our cards is the fool stepping off the cliff, looking at the sky. Like we have to learn lessons the hard way because we just forget and we are too optimistic. And maybe I would have come to LA and not, I don't know, not cherished it or who knows, who knows. But, um, so last night I was really down on myself. I was drinking and I'm not doing a lot of that lately. And we're talking like, we're talking like 
vodka and St. Germain. Like not, you know, I'm not like hitting the bottle. Of some, I mean, that is hard liquor, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait, vodka. <laughs> it's a vodka gr- is the it's bottle. It's girly hard. <laughs> but it's girly because yeah, there's I, like orange juice. I don't and- mix. Cu- <laughs> like I, I mix liquor with liquor. What is St. Germain? <laughs> oh, it's the flat. It's elderflower. It's from France. It tastes like a beautiful flower. It's so lovely. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. When I want a sweet drink, usually I like a nice sturdy martini or something. But last night I was drinking that, being real negative and like uh, saying to myself, you you fucked up your path. When really, who knows? Who, who, how can you know? Like I ended up where I'm supposed to be with great lessons. And I did all my healing in Oregon, which I think is a healing place. So anyway... There I am, two drinks into the night. Poor me, poor me. Um, the dogs are out of treats, and that's on them because they are begging me for treats all the time. I don't keep track. <laughs> Somebody needs to be keeping and track. I, let's and for the record, <laughs> let's state a pattern of behavior by these dogs that have oh. made them accountable. Yes, for yes. the lack of treats that they, they should go to they the need store. To be accountable for need, something. Yeah. To, yeah. So so they're begging for a treat, and I had like this old <laughs> block of cheese, and I'm thinking, well, they eat garbage off the street. I don't know if this cheese is still good. It's probably fine. And um, I give them each a little piece of cheese. Well. Dolly is the love of my life. Dolly is a 22. Okay. I'm an 11. Like you never meet 22s. My brother's a 22. Um, she's also double earth and they know better. So Virgo Taurus moon. All right. We're talking about Dolly, the dog, (sighs) Dolly, the dog. Um, and this, this dog, I absolutely believe, I believe she, and out of all my pets, out of all six of my pets, she and Rue, my familiar were sent to me. I believe that, angels were like you and you get in there like I really believe that those animals were sent here to make me a better me so I give Dolly this cube of cheese and I see her and she's like a fucking anaconda choking it down and I'm standing there uh, real kind of you know two drinks into my night and I'm like you're gonna choke dumbass don't do that well dogs don't know what you're saying and I'm watching her and I'm like should I just take the cheese from her should I just get in there and take it she starts choking now, Daisy did this one time, the, her daughter, Daisy, and I've, I am very prepared. I'm a good mother. I know how to do Heimlich on animals. I know how to, you're supposed to like swipe the- The, the finger swipe? Yeah. Like a crooked yep. finger. Yep. You take that in there and you swipe it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have any fingernails. Like I, I cut them, I keep them short, and I reach in and I can't get a hold of that cheese and I push it farther back into her throat. Now, I am- shrieking and the only thing i can compare it to is the scene in game of thrones where oberon you know the right oberon oberon the prince and the mother of the snake sisters the screams from her that's me and oh by the way it's 2 30 in the morning because i'm up all night now <laughs> so and what's so funny right before this i keep hearing the neighbor's phone vibrate like they have it plugged in on the floor and i'm like that is so fucking rude <laughs> all night and then I'm screaming, shrieking, and um, oh my god, I'm so awful. so. Her eyes, she's frothing at the mouth. Her eyes are like rolling in the back of her head. I start. She had a harness on over her sweater because she's she's skinny and old and she's cold all the time. I start stripping her naked because I'm trying to give her the Heimlich. I'm picking her up and I'm shaking her, and it's not working. She runs to her, she gets away from me, runs to her bed where she just lies down and starts to die in front of me. I don't know how long this lasted. It could have been 15 seconds or two and a half minutes. Like, I have no idea. 
So I jump on the bed and I scream at the sky, get in here and help me. And I'm looking at Dolly and I'm, I'm just looking at her because I've tried to give her the Heimlich. I've tried to swipe it. I, I'm watching her die in front of me. And she's looking in my eyes like, you're about to watch me die. Like she knows she's dying. And I was like, fuck this. And I pick her up and I'm like, spit it out. And I start, so I'm, I'm holding her, un, like my hands are under her stomach and I'm just shaking her, shaking her like gently, but up and down, repeatedly screaming, screaming like that scene in Game of Thrones and poof, there goes the cheese. And then Ryan, I haven't now, like I went through a breakup. I cried a, a little when it first happened and then no more. Um, what else has happened? There's the trailer. I was like a little weepy over that. I was bawling. All the animals are around me. Like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, mm. I didn't want them to see me like that. So I went in the bathroom, screamed some more and just bawled like, like, Oh my God. Like I, like I lost my child, but I didn't, she was okay. Then I, I was like, get it together. You're scaring them. And I go back out and I lie on this big stinky dog bed that I'm always washing. And I just held her and I was like, I'm not ready to lose you yet. Please don't do anything fucking stupid like that again. I was crying so hard and so long. I had to watch your fucking B video to stop that B video on Instagram. <laughs> that is my favorite thing right now. I got in bed and I was like, just find that B video that Ryan made. <laughs> and then I put Dolly in bed and I had stopped crying. I felt like, I mean, like even now, I feel like I could tap right back into that. And I was like, okay, lesson learned. Fuck that trailer. It's materialistic. That dog is my fucking soulmate. And she has really, she's really given me a lot of great lessons in this life. It put everything into perspective. All the little things I was sad about, all the poor me's of yesterday. Oh my God. I seriously was lying there watching her die thinking, tomorrow your dog is dead. Tomorrow you are going to have to kill yourself. Like I was, wow. Yeah, it was, so, and anybody who connects to animals. Well, to watch anything die. Oh my God, that it would have been my fault. Yeah. She never did that before though. She's, she's always, she takes like food so gingerly and carefully and she savors it. So I don't know what the hell that was, but note to self, don't give them giant cubes of cheese. You know, what? don't even have cheese in the house. I there, mean, I love cubes of cheese. Yeah. I don't, I'm not mad. I understand the desire to inhale them. Yeah. Well, um, because I, I also oh, feel that God. every moment of my life, I think about doing that, even when there's no I'll, cheese around. I'll give you cubes of cheese, and I'll trust you to chew them. I'm trying not to. I don't to know how to do it up anymore. People, but uh, <laughs> <Keep it laughs> I'm trying not to cube it up anymore. That is like a scary scene. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially like the part about the, the part that got me the most was when she walks to her bed to die. Yeah, like, like she's is, like, well, here we go. Oh God, it was so, it was so hard. Too bad we didn't have the camera going. Oh, I forgot to do oh, that, yeah. but, um, That's okay. because I've discovered something last night What? and we can talk about this a little bit later, but, uh, or now, um, I bought this like night vision home security slash camera, kind of one of those kind of cameras, right? For uh -huh. an investigation about trolls and fairies Ooh, over yeah, your yeah. apartment. And, um, we couldn't get it to work over at your place because I think there's, there's a white, <laughs> it's, it's Wi-Fi based. Yeah. So turns out the memory card inside though <gasps> continuously Sorry, records are you serious because i was did we record I was, anything with i it? was trying to look at it last night i was trying to set it up the camera up again mm -hmm. and it said the memory card was like 30 gigs full oh damn so um turns out it took a bunch of photos i think and i didn't really watch the video because mm -hmm. like 
because we didn't think it worked. I, I was like, well, maybe I'll let her review the footage. Like, I don't know what you're doing at home. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? When I, Especially when you think a camera is I, not recording you. Yeah, that's So, true. like, I'm not going to go through all that footage. <laughs> I'll look at it. I'll look at it. Yeah, I set it to only record when there was movement that night that I did it. So, if it's only recording when there's movement, then I was aware and I'm not, like, dancing naked in front okay. of it. Okay. So, so um, but there was one thing, because there was one thing I saw... That really creeped me out because it's just like these stills of movement. Yeah. And it was like nothing cat face. Right. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> I was clicking down, you know, on the preview mode on the computer. So I would just go down arrow, down arrow and go to the next photo. Yeah. And then it's just blank room, blank room, cat face right in the middle. <laughs> and I'm just like, it startled the shit out of me. Which cat was it? Um, I don't know the names of your cats. What yet. did it I look just, like? It was black and the one with like the, the tux? like the shaggy. Oh, that's boots. boots uh, yeah. Revelation about boots. I always thought he was an Aries like Rue. And I've recently come to terms Boots as a Taurus. You found that out through like a DNA like test nope. or something? Or like nope. his birthday? You just, found out his birthday? He's you just... so cuddly and everybody beats his ass and he loves food. That's very okay, Taurus. Okay, so They're you, through his behavior and mm-hmm. his personality, you've yeah. been able to determine. The vet told me he was born in April and I was like, another Aries! Because you want another Aries, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, recently he's just... You want an Aries. Why do you want an Aries? I want an Aries. because Well, all my best female friends are Aries women. Aries is, is like the... You don't the, want an Aries man though. No, they, no, you do want to have sex with an Aries man. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, Aries is what Jesus was was in actuality. Okay. Yeah, not a Capricorn. Um, but yeah, so we talked about Aries in a podcast that we didn't run. But yeah, Aries are really great. Aries men can be. Aries want to fight or fuck. That's all Aries want to do. Um, and one of my best, well, a couple of my best friends. So are would Aries you say women. that the Aries maybe is more? Uh, I I, I don't want to. Maybe they're controlled more by their like reptilian brain, <laughs> like because you because know, we have like the three levels of brain they say uh-huh. like the reptilian, the mammal, and then the Homo sapien. Yeah. So you have the reptilian at the that's like when the fight or flight really kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. So so are do Aries have like a a bigger uh, are they tapped more into that when it comes to personal relationships? I think so. They get real primal. Um, if you go to the Getty, there are a bunch of paintings of Aries or, or rather Mars, I guess. What's, what is his name in those paintings? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think it's I, I don't Mars. know what we're talking about. I think it's, it, I think it's Mars, whatever the God, God of Aries, but they're calling him Mars in those paintings, but that's Aries. Um, and he's like, there's one where, I think it's Venus undressing him after war, and that because Mars is the god of war, right? Yeah, and that's Aries, and 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 this painting, I was like, God, that's so Aries because there he is, like I just killed a bunch of people and I'm gonna fuck this goddess, like that is so Aries, but um, yeah, and you know what, I'm I'm saying Aries men negatively, but they're they're really great, except for Alec Baldwin, um, and who else is an Aries man? God, I really tapped into this. I dated a lot of Aries, they're phenomenal in bed, but then. God, they're just fucking crazy dudes. They just want to pick fights about everything. And there was a time in my life I was super into that too. Like, when is Aries? What, what's the month on Aries? It's, that uh, is um, April or March to late March to early April. So if you're getting ready to have a child right now, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed, it's a girl. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so funny. Um, somebody very important in my life just told I'm not supposed. I mean, it's fine, but um, she's pregnant for the second time and she's nervous about it because she's not telling anybody. And she told me uh, her due date. And it's like right on the cusp of Virgo Libra and she's a Libra and she's like, I don't care what I have to do. I'm keeping that baby in my body till Libra. (laughs) 
like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think a, Le- a Virgo child would be easier than I a think the Libra. child will decide. The child I mean, is already in there. Because we talked about this a little bit where I think even though I was on schedule to be a Leo, I was like, I, I'm going to cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out early. I'm coming out like a yeah. month and a half early because I'm going to be a cancer. Yeah. So for whatever reason, um, even though I was on schedule, I was on like, you know, the oven was set for Leo. Yeah. But the, the pizza was like, I'm a cancer. Yep. And I'm born right when the moon and the sun are shifting, like right in there. And I always thought it was a Capricorn. What was the other thing I was good to? Oh, yeah. The, I was reading that astrology stuff last night about my past life. And she she was also born when that. Yeah, and we're going to have a whole thing on that. Yeah. So, but I do want to get back to these lessons learned because I had an interesting conversation with my friend Jesse on the phone a couple of days ago. She's in Nashville. She's this like magical interdimensional being, right? And she and I were discussing, we hadn't spoken in a while. So we were talking about like our current journeys, what's been going on with us since then. And I was telling her, I was like, the universe is challenging me. Like, it's like, okay, you make a decision. You make a decision that you want to, you know, take steps down the path of, let's say, enlightenment. Yeah. Or self-actualization, whatever people want to call call this this thing, right? This journey of of bettering oneself or becoming to a higher vibration, mm-hmm. this kind of thing. And then as soon as you feel, and we touched on a little bit when I was talking about the airplane thing, as soon as you feel like, I got this, Oh, my man, God. The universe is like, oh, okay, uh-huh. dude. You oh. think you got this? How about this, motherfucker? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't got this. I was smug last night in the Finding Love workshop. Or it's calling in your... And I, I like everybody's sitting around revealing all these insecurities and I'm just like, God, these are broken. We're all broken. God, I need to be careful right now. They're, but they're, they're like, these are people who I love myself. I am most important all the time. I'm, I, I don't. So last night was a really redundant thing for me. And also I had already done some of this work with Sarah when I went in and she had me make my list. And all these people are reading their lists every day. And I'm like, I don't need to. I've done it. I've done it. Cause Sarah's like, keep reading it every day. And I'm like, I don't need to do this. But, um, Last night I was smug as fuck sitting in that class, listening to everybody reveal things about their broken marriages. Cause I left both of my marriages and granted, not still not great track record that I'm marrying people I'm leaving, but um, still I, I feel like I'm super duper in control of my stuff, but I was so <laughs> smug, so smug in that class and boom, I go home and my dog almost dies because I'm an idiot giving her a big piece of cheese. Like, yeah, you got control of everything, don't the you? Scales. Yeah. <laughs> You got everything on lockdown, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got it all figured out. Look at out. me with all these <laughs> all these functional relationships I keep letting go. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like as soon as I'll like feel zen out about I'll like, have my my best personal meditation yeah. moments at home. And then 20 minutes later I'm in my car and I am following someone like i will follow you till your exit and and murder you for what you've Holy done shit. out of like i mean <laughs> not that i do that but like that thought crossed yeah. my mind. i'll teach this guy a lesson i'll follow him and then i'll uh, you know then they'll run out of gas and i'll be like i got a baseball bat in my trunk you son of a bitch maybe i should put my bb gun in my glove box in case i want. and it's like what the fuck is happening Whoa. like these are spy like road Ooh. rage type I events i can't wait right? to go off the pill and get all this testosterone right? back <laughs> i miss wanting to murder but like i mean i'm exaggerating a little bit for like effect but the idea that as soon as we get to a space of like oh i've leveled up 
Mm-hmm. And now the universe is like, well, okay, you think you've leveled up, and maybe you have, but here's the thing you don't understand, you smug, yeah. arrogant son of a bitch. When you level up, now the lessons become more difficult. So prepare, oh, so you think you're so great because you got past level one. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now the, the boss at the end of level two is going to beat the shit out of you yep. about 15 times in a yeah. row before you figure out how to get to level oh, three. man, it is just like a video game. Like it really keep is. doing the level over and over until you... And Yeah, and I don't understand what it is about a, a, a type of person, myself mm-hmm. included, uh, and people who are into this that are, you know that are into this. Like yeah. it's, it's cause part of me is just like, Hey man, can I just like go back to wanting to be like oh God, yeah. a normal person who like really enjoys happy hour at like Applebee's. Yeah. And then, um, you know, not oh, really God, give a I shit about the rest of this love stuff. Applebee's. I, I mean, I do love Applebee's you still, do? but I mean, I don't, but that's not like my life yeah. of like, Oh, Thursdays we go to Applebee's Fridays. We go to tanks bar and grill and get the chili. And this is a bar yeah. in Dayton, Ohio, which is amazing by the way. And you should go to tanks if you live in Dayton. <laughs> but like, what I mean is like my life, uh, it, the important things in my life aren't like, what bar am I going to different nights of the week? Yeah. Like I'm thinking about now I'm all of a sudden I've decided to think about these things oh that my are, God. that are bigger than myself. And it's like, sometimes, sometimes I think myself and other people that are doing this just want to be like, can I just not give a shit anymore? And yeah. like, wanna, which is easier, <sighs> but at the same time we can't, Yeah, we can't do that. Um, I just want to clarify it. I'm not too fancy for Applebee's. This is the same coffee I was drinking a week ago. Like, I can get real gross, too. Oh, wait, wait. That coffee has been in your fridge for a week? Yeah, or sitting? Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure it wasn't on the counter. Time. No, no. I mean, I took it home and I put it in the fridge. But, like, I'm not... I like nice things, but, like, I'm a real gross Sagittarius. No, I'm going to have all-you-can-eat wings at Hooters later. Are tonight. you really? Uh, my friend Lisa and I, we like to go do that. I, if anybody knows where good vegan wings in LA are, please notify me. See, I'm like going off the deep end over here wanting wings, chicken wings. I yeah. mean, every time I like try to like really clean up my diet, I'm like, the wings <laughs> are like, like something yeah, horrible. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's, it's pretty crazy. But like, that's not to say that like people who aren't at the highest level of all of this, mm-hmm. like, uh, as far as like learning lessons and like, did I choose, like, why did I choose this life to like. Be oh the one. my like, god! Like sometimes you just want to be like, "Hey, can't this just be the life where I learn the lesson of like too much excess?" Yeah, <laughs> you know? I or, like, had be the piece of shit who I, like just eats and yeah, drinks and parties all the time. I had a really great epiphany about a contract I definitely made in this lifetime that like I'll share with you guys eventually. But um, it, I'm rereading stuff about my past life and like it's very clear. Like reading this fascination with something that never happened to me in that lifetime and then coming here with like a big fucking contract on it happening. I just, I realized too, like this is the stuff. This Like this was a thing. This was a why me for a lot of my life. And then I, I had to like kind of come far away from it, but I realized the strong fighter I am is because this contract, I made this contract and for a very good reason. And it's, it really fucking sucked. But man, I just, I don't know. I, I when when you can get in touch with why you you wanted to hurt cuz I mean there are things we certainly put ourselves through. Like last night I think I was putting myself through it. I was going to get, you know, if 
when I sell this trailer, I'll get a lot of money. I'll be able to pay down my debt, be able to get a nice apartment. Like everything will line up. It'll be great. But I liked putting myself through it. And then I was like, well, let me have some alcohol because that'll make me sadder and I can just really hurt all Really night. lean into it. Yeah. Like, I'm all about leaning into things in, like, in, in my past. I've, I've, always, I've always really been like, you know what? Um, I had a breakup. I well, I'm sm- uh, I'll have a cigarette. Well, I'm smoking. I might as well drink soda. Oh, I'm drinking soda. I might as well have some fast food. Yep. Uh, oh. I might as well smoke and drink and <laughs> eat and be a piece of shit. Hey, who's got drugs? It's I've like, been eating yeah. bread every day since my breakup. <laughs> I'm like breading it up. Well, I mean, like I think when it comes to the list of vices in our life that we turn to uh, in times of self destruction, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say lean into the bread. Because yeah. that is definitely <laughs> yeah. a grown-up's way of destroying Thanks. themselves as opposed to, like, <laughs> I'm glad things. that it's not powders and pills yeah. and things like that. Um, I do want to talk about this idea of not leaning on psychics too much. And I think yes. part of the lessons that we have to learn, and, like, I'm at the beginning of all this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been deep down these holes for years now, but at the same time, um, I mean, even before my other podcast, I was like reading books like The Celestine Prophecy. Yeah, I was always fascinated and into this stuff. But like when it comes to the idea of like, I think the the hardest lesson for maybe you to learn, mm-hmm. and I, this is not me knowing it, but I'm this is a guess. Yeah, is it seems like you do have a proclivity to leaning on the psychic abilities of others, maybe. Yes. You you do seem you. to, because you've got all kinds of stories about, yep. oh, I was talking to Doreen or, uh-huh. was, you know, yep. Sarah or, you know, all these other people when in fact at the same time you've worked as a psychic. Yeah. yeah. But the reading yourself part, yeah. which we also, which makes all this more complicated. Uh-huh. Well, so, okay, so. There's a lot to unpack here. Yes. I saw my t- two of my favorite psychics in November. And, and, and things change. So, and they've been incredible. Like Misty told me a year before I bought that land that I was going to buy land in December. And I was like, I'm going to have land money. Like that was mind blowing. And she was absolutely right. She's been very specific with things she saw. And she starts. Which I want to say, like for people listening real quick is you don't always get this. Yeah. Like, so don't expect if you if you've never been to a psychic and you go to a psychic that um, hopefully it's one that's recommended to you. But this isn't necessarily normal to get very specific and on top of that accurate. Yeah. um, Things from a psychic. Yeah. You anybody who really wants the full experience, go stay in the Casadega Hotel haunted as hell, but all good energy, really, really good stuff. Um, try to go over the weekend because they have karaoke and dueling pianos in the in Sinatra's stupidest name ever for a psychic hotel's bar. Um, and you want to see Misty, Doreen, and Kat because your mind will be blown. All three of them. It's like I don't know why they don't have a TV show. Anyway, but you know the people who have they that might not gift, want one. They, yeah. they just don't care. Maybe. Well, the other thing too, if you go to Casadega over the weekend, you can go to the Spiritualist Church and mediums run the sermons, and you sing this little light of mine and things like that. They're Reiki and just healers. are they there? They're pretty much there. They work out of the hotel. Uh, or well, they the, the church is just down the hill from the hotel. The whole town. That's where I thought. No, I was maybe, but land. the psychics. Oh yes, you want to go to the psychics in the hotel. You can stay there anytime. You don't. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just the weekend. But I'm sure they they're not on call 24 hours. But at the no. same time, no, and they have days off too. So you want to call, make sure. So um, I see Misty and I see Doreen. Cat uh, is for like 
there's something evil in my house or, I mean, Kat sees, she can do past life regression with Kat. I did that with her and that was phenomenal. She holds your hand and she sees everything you're seeing and I don't know what she's doing to get you to do it. I astral projected most of it, but we did end up going, that's a story, that's a story. My old job when I worked in the land of the dead and shepherded in souls and that weird gift I got, like while we were there, that was some shit. Um, but I, I love all of them. They are the real thing. This last time when I went to them, and we'll see because shitstorms coming in April supposedly. So real, for you, buckle down for that. Yeah, maybe that's off the books now because that was linked to the person I was dating. So maybe that's off the books. Hopefully, so maybe you don't have to button down the hatches. Ugh, yeah, maybe not. Well, they they Doreen was the one who um, got me to buy the trailer, and she also told me this last time that spirit wanted me to be nomadic and I know I'm a nomad for the most part, but I don't like it anymore. I've done plenty of it. She uh, told me, she and Misty saw this relationship going well into a year and it did not. And I, and whenever I'd get rattled by the red flags, I'd think, yeah, but your psychics are never wrong. So if you don't believe in this relationship, you don't believe in your psychics. What the fuck? My instincts were, I mean, I had like, alarms and bells going off for the last two months of our relationship well ever since like even before like right after I saw them around Thanksgiving I started I started noticing some stuff that was not right and I would tell myself but you believed in these psychics you believe in these psychics so if you don't believe in this relationship you don't believe in your psychics that was fucking stupid granted like there were they also told me how to deal with him and they were wrong about that like like let him lead, let him do this. That's not who I am. And I let it happen. And I don't think it was in my best interest. Um, well, not they, Misty told me to do that, but this is not me bringing them down because they are phenomenal. Something was off. Something was off because they both, I saw them separately. They both gave me wrong information and I'm realizing and like, I, yes, I, I'm, I'm a psychic, but like, we're all psychic. We're all, we all have intuition. Um, there's this article I'm going to post. I'm dying to read it. It's in the New Yorker right now, a psychologist who teaches, um, premonition and how to pay attention to your premonition, like actually taps people into their psychic abilities. Um, but we have intuition and if we ignore it because we trust, and this is, you're right, that's the lesson is I'm leaning on other psychics and not trusting my own intuition when I know, I mean, I wanted to come right back to LA. I didn't want to redo a trailer, but then the trailer became all my focus and I was able to, because I was divorcing him for a while and we lived in the same house for months. All my attention went to that trailer, which I think was really good for me. So yeah, maybe you had the relationship with the trailer. Yeah, the time. yeah, I did. I had a really great love affair with the trailer. Um, but yeah, I would just say, like, you know, we all know in our hearts. And what before I went to see Sarah this last, well, I mean, I see her all the time, but this was like a one on one. To I had a whole list of questions. Everything she told me was what I already knew. She was just validating what I had already decided. And one of her big things is uh, when, you know, she comes up here a lot, is that she she wants to, you know, her mission is to, she's just there to help you, show you how you can yeah. do all this yourself. Yeah. And it's not, she's not trying to be someone's 
like end all be all nope. or decision maker or yeah. any of that stuff. She keeps herself in lockdown. She's really, really good at keeping distance from people. Um, I also, it's important to mention um, she's moving to Idaho, but she does remote healing and remote psychic stuff super well. And I will be using that. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> oh my God. Make my list, write down what I think. Call yeah. Sarah to. <laughs> I went to, um, I'm a member of this group called UPARS mm. stands for UFO Paranormal Research Society of, of Los Angeles. It used to be part of MUFON. They broke off and started their own thing because they wanted to expand their paranormal research outside of just UFOs. It's a really fun time. Uh, once a month, they have a speaker come in and give a talk on UFO stuff. Usually it's like nine out of 10 times. It's UFO based. Whoa. Um, so it's real fun. They do it at this universalist church in Toluca Lake. So I go with my friend Renee and, um, we're down there, and the, the the talk is about discovering connections between paranormal activity. We're talking about UFOs, goblins, all kinds of things, goblins. and magnetic anomalies in the Earth, right? But that's not the point. the 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 reason I bring this up is because something they brought up, and something I'm fascinated with, is it ties into decalcifying the pineal gland as well in a certain way, even though they didn't mention that. The uh, a friend of mine, this guy named Tommy, who's a demonologist, although he likes to call himself a paranormal consultant, he <laughs> has been talking for a while about mind, spirit, body when it comes to paranormal investigations and like preparing yourself and like arming yourself, uh, putting up defenses yeah. in all these different, you have to do all these things all these areas before you go into, especially a situation where there could be a negative entity hanging out. And the physical part, I never really considered. And he talks about, you know, being meat free for at least a few days at the very minimum before you go in. Meat is the Um, biggest one. I A very healthy, having a very healthy diet. But in this talk, they talked about these guys, these two guys, um, Steve Mira and, uh, Oh shit. Why can't I remember the other guy's name? They're well-known guys. The, the, the other guy is Barry Fitzgerald, who was on like Ghost Hunters, which was the original <sighs> show, like before Ghost Adventures, which everyone knows with Where the American guys? guys. They just came to give a talk, uh, but they're it was just for the because they were at the Conscious Life Expo that was at mm-hmm. um, uh, out here in Los Angeles this past weekend, which is like the Paranormal Super Bowl uh, of like all these speakers and stuff. So they talked about refined sugar mm-hmm. and how refined sugar shuts down according to their research refined sugar shut totally shuts down your intuition whoa so i think if this has been a really long way of me saying i'm fascinated with the idea just from my research into like parapsychology the origins of parapsychology Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out if someone's telepathic or if someone's clairvoyant it's like the the setting is very important when trying to measure the successfulness of these things. Yeah. Like if you set up a test and say, we're going to disprove telepathy. And then you bring in people who allegedly have this ability. You have already set it up to fail essentially, Whoa. right? With intention. So, cause all this stuff is connected, I think. So when you have like refined sugar, shutting down your intuition, essentially you are like shutting down, you're shutting down the setting yeah. on an, in an internal way for yourself. Right. Yeah. And so maybe you're ignoring intuition sometimes, mm-hmm. but other times 
maybe it's shut off. What it does is like they, they explain it in a very physiological way where it shuts down your fight or flight mechanism. Yeah. You know, empaths yeah. are super sensitive. I can't eat sugar for many reasons, but um, I can't even eat fruit really. Like pff, I don't even, fruit's not even an option for me. Um, but I think like going to a psychic is even important to like, hey, maybe if you've never, if you've gone to psychics and you haven't had success, maybe abstain from refined sugar. Yeah. I mean like fruit sugar, fruit, yeah. natural sugar, that's fine. But like, like uh, for most people. Yeah. But if, if you want to go see a psychic and maybe get really good. Yep. Open Sarah, yourself up. Yeah. You have to be open as yep. well. Sarah, I think. even when she, when it's like, when you, when someone, I didn't, she didn't send me this email, which I thought was kind of interesting. And I wondered if. Oh, she probably knows that I'm already living that way. But um, she sends an email and asks people, "Don't drink alcohol. Don't eat meat. Um, twenty four hours before for twenty four hours before you see me." And um, it was funny. Other people told me about it, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird. She never sent that to me." But I, I wasn't. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about that? Damn. Ugh. But I, I think like what I was getting at is like you have to go in. You can't expect a psychic to do all the work. Yeah. Oh, and these are the lessons. That. You can't expect the psychic to yeah. do all the work. You nope. have to show you gotta up. You got to send. And I'll tell yeah. you what, when I read people and I'm going back to phone psychicking probably, if anybody wants a reading, you know, hit me up. I. Uh, <laughs> that was a real heart sell. <laughs> yeah, I'm super, going back to phone psychicking. If anybody wants to like... <laughs> It's hard to do. I don't want to be like, if you want to pay me for a service. But this is the other reason. It's funny because I, I have all this liquor and I keep giving it away because I, I really just want to. I'm probably just you know, going to stop drinking. You know what we should do? Huh. Oh, well, party. We don't, we don't have to do this. But I'm saying like to show people like maybe what we'll do is we'll do a. Test a, it before I go off? Uh, no, before like the. the to show people like why the they want to why they want to call you, you'll give me like a very small like. Well, this is something that's gonna for you. I to can me. try. It's hard. We could when, try to do that. It's hard when I get close to people, but I would. Uh, you kind of like, know too much about somebody. Yeah, at that that's point. true. But also, I mean, I can definitely do it with tools, like if I read your tarot and things like that. Um, but this is me just trying to get a freeze. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll totally read you. I I liked. It used to be a thing where I'd get really mad because everybody always wanted me to give them a reading. Yeah, it's got to be exhausting. Yeah, too. and I'd be like, "Make me dinner. Bring me a bottle of wine." Like, and that's every Sarah will tell you this. All my psychic friends will tell you, it's only as good as what you're paying. And and I used to feel bad about that. And now because I haven't been doing much of it lately, I'm I don't. And also, everybody's broke. I don't. I don't know. I'm doing that's it. That's the love. thing. Everybody's not. And. <laughs> I have believed that everyone's broke okay. for the longest time. Yeah. And like I everywhere I drive in every city I go to, I look at every storefront and think, how can they afford to rent mm. this place? How, how do they stay in business? Yeah. But then I realize, oh no, I've just been broke my entire life. The, yeah. the rest of the world isn't broke. Uh, well, 99% of the world is broke compared to the 1%. Sure. Well, yeah. But, this country. but that's the thing. Like a lot of people aren't broke you're and, right um, you're right and okay, i yeah. and i so, forget that yeah so uh hit me up for rates there we go um but what was the thing i keep starting to say something you were saying you have to show up uh, to oh, a psychic reading you, okay. you can't just Sending. expect the uh the psychic yep. to do all the work i read a friend and she's evolved quite a bit as a human being and this is aquarius and aquarius is she's a now a lizard like, she's what, now what, a lizard <laughs> she's god i wish so much. she teaches yoga at like the biggest studio she's like this famous yoga instructor and when i met her Oh boy, she was uh, fresh off the boat from Texas, super tan, 
eating disorder. Oh wait, a, so like super tan is like a, oh, almost tanning like tanning bed. Oh, tanning okay, bed. Okay. She had one of those. I'd never seen this before. I haven't seen it since. When you go to a tanning bed and you can buy like a little sticker that you put on your body, and then you'll have like the the shape of it, and it'll be white, and your tan will make it pop. She had a Playboy bunny on her stomach. Oh yeah, the and, tan tattoo. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she was real fun, really. I mean, Aquarius is fun. You can't really take them all that seriously, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're so fun. But yeah, then Aquarius don't trust is, them with your life. But I'll, I'll tell you what, you want to go to gonna, a party? I'm with, like you. Let me yeah. tell you. Hey, but, put them in charge of your bachelorette party, but yeah. not your maiden of honor. Oh my god! Or is that it? Maiden of honor or maid, maid of honor? Or I don't know. Matron, if she's matron. married. Okay. Mm, I, I've only done it two times, so. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so sending. So I was reading this Aquarius and it was before she had fucking cracked her shell open and become like this beautiful mixing metaphors phoenix well, they're born in eggs right birds well, yeah. yeah yeah okay so anyway she became from a the better fire. yeah she from her egg fire um so <laughs> so she from her egg fire who's from texas <laughs> i'm sorry i keep distracting <laughs> you on this story but you're like from her egg fire oh. she's from pixies she's <laughs> from a pixies egg no fire. i'm thinking of um chicken lady from kids in the hall do you remember that oh that's i, I can't I, God, I know what okay. you're talking about, but I can't, I don't have the, the recall to like oh, uh, access that right favorites. now. Um, I just loved it when they did drag. They were so good. Anyway, so I'm reading her and I couldn't, I, she did not shuffle properly. And I tell people what they'll feel when it's ready to go. Cause most people don't know how to shuffle properly. Most people don't know how to send. And I think I told you the first time on paranormal, on your podcast, I told you about Sebastian Black and when he called me on stage and we became friends, this phenomenal psychic, like ESP out the wazoo on this guy. And um, there were people on stage and he pick, he knew what I had right away. Like we all had a card and we had to send him the image with our minds. He pointed at me and he goes, good sending. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> like, that's what I do. So, so um, this person, I'm trying to read her and I'm getting nothing. And I said to her, you have to, you have to get into this. And she believed in it. She wanted it. And she could not send anything. She couldn't even send it to the cards. And now, I mean, now she could, she, I, I, I would love to read her again. Like she's blossomed into this incredible human being. And she did a lot of work on herself. Um, but sending, there was another, th oh my God. Okay. So somebody, well, I like to think of it as like, I tell people, I used to pretend I, I think we've have we talked I think we've talked about that I used to pretend I was psychic to meet women. Oh, I don't think we ever talked about this. this. I'll tell you one of the stories this maybe really if, if we have time. So. But it's I used to it's like think loud it's like this is how I like to think of it. Like mm -hmm. you just need to think loudly. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're trying to send. Oh, you did tell me about this but you didn't tell me on here. You told okay. me outside. Um so yeah, that, so it, it's it like is. thinking loudly. Sending isn't like this difficult, like advanced thing you have yeah. to like master somehow there's, through thousands of years of study. There's a really good book. I think it's called "You Are Psychic." Yeah, I've heard of this book. Yes. Okay, and there are two different ones. I want to say it's written by a John, not a pimp, but a I've heard of this. John. This book has come up to me uh, twice now in the last couple of weeks. Well, I bought it when I was a kid, and um, did you ever read Illusions or uh, by Richard Bach? Yes. yes. Oh God. Okay, we should talk about that sometime too. Um, oh wait, wait, wait. No, I read. No, I did read Illusions by Richard Bach. Is that the one where he's got the airplane? Yep. 
Yeah, that's a great book. I read it in the I last loved year. It. I, I read it when I was a kid. Um, but it was around the time of Illusions, and I read everything he wrote. Now I have a very different opinion of Richard Buck. But Jonathan uh, Livingston Siegel is what he's famous yep. for. You have Wasn't a very, very different opinion. I'd like oh, to hear yeah. that, but like, I don't know what that means. Okay, but, yeah. We'll okay, get let's into get that. to the point um, here. So, I, I forget what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Sending. Oh, shit. Where were we? You were reading your friend. You are psychic. Who wasn't sending. You are psychic. Um, I got that book and my brother was always taking it from me. And we were like fighting over this book and we would do all the practice stuff in it. We were both like tuning our own psychic abilities. It was crazy. Um, But what I was going to tell you, Sarah told me recently, I sent something very special to someone and now she thinks it's hers. And God, doesn't that happen in Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) <laughs> somebody finds a house I, I, somebody finds somebody's house and they're like this is my house now and whoever's house it is is like god that sucks but that was my house and I'm just gonna let him have it I'm not letting her have it I have to find a way to tell her and I missed the opportunity because the other night I was like I can't be around you you're too negative and I just walked out of her apartment <laughs> like I, just, I was like and it has been a long time coming where I don't know what's going on but it has nothing to do with me it is a lot of bullshit coming out of someone and it's hard to love people and watch them eat garbage. And um, it, I, it, when I'm with this person, I feel like I'm watching someone sit in a dumpster and just eat dog shit. I don't understand these choices and you tell them, they say, what do you think I should do? You tell them over and over and they just keep eating the dog shit. So um, it was bad, but now it's turned on me. And now this person is like, tells me things about myself. And they're not true and I will not accept them. So the other night this was happening and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't be around you anymore. And I just walked out and then I get mega negative text and it doesn't take any responsibility for what just happened. It's all on me. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember this. I was married to a narcissist. So here's the thing that I don't know how to deal with. And I wish the other night, but I mean, when I'm an empath, I can't be around, um, anxiety or cruelty like it is so hard and you're an empath you know like the energy in here your roommates I don't even really know them and I know that they're great because whenever I come over here the energy is it feels so good in here it's pretty chill vibe over here it is you guys are all doing your own thing but like there's like a love in here too so I can go into other people's homes and feel very differently about the the, like a very different feeling and um this I'm is... also burning Palo Santo wood 24 oh. No, I'm not. I'm not like... <laughs> Invoking the spirit <laughs> yeah, of yeah. the tree. Well, this was really hard, and I wish I had brought it up the other night. But then it's like, you know, when you're mad at somebody, and then you're like, oh, and by the way, this and this and this. It would have been like Another thing. Yeah, yeah. But I do have to, I do have to, like, find a way to talk to her about this. So we were in a meditation together. Oh, my God. And I have to tell you some crazy shit about my recent meditations. Um. Uh, like I'm seeing things really clearly future stuff. Uh, Anyway, um, we're in a meditation. We come out and she goes, Oh my God, I had a vision of my bathroom. And I was like, what was it? It was mine. It's exactly what I intended to do to the bathroom I'm in right now. Hot pink walls, glitter sparkle shower curtain, which I already had from urban outfitters when I was, when I first moved to New York and I was like 21, 22, I was already trying to find the sparkle shower curtain online to, to put up now um, and a seashell toilet seat, which anybody listening to this who knows me knows my fucking obsession with seashell toilet seats. She tells me the bathroom that I was about to 
do if I, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep this lease because, um, Sarah also told me that there's like a funk in there. I, I think I know what the funk is now, but I don't I don't know if I'm going to... You I just don't, don't know if you're going to stay where you're living, so why yeah, redo a bathroom? exactly. But Which this is just is a normal... Still, yeah, that's a, yes, and this is still my fucking bathroom. So in my mind, and... Um, she tells me about it, and I'm sitting there, and and, and this is a this is someone going through a lot, putting herself we might, through most of it. So what you're laying out here is like, like the first, you know how there's like in, intellectual property lawsuits. Yes, yes. This is like psychic property lawsuit. Like so, so and, I, and like, yeah. like what kind of uh like what kind of court yep. TV show Sarah is this? Like me. with Judge Shaman, <laughs> you know? Like, and how do I prove it? Do I show? I show my internet history, Ryan, because I was looking up. Well, I don't know how far back internet history can go, but I was looking up. So the she toilet explains. Seats. She lays out the exact same bathroom that you've yep. already like vision boarded it, it, yeah, for yourself verbatim. And and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this person is so broken right now. Do I tell her this? We could have the same bathroom. It's not a big deal to me. But I've never told her. She brings it up all the time. She's never going to do it to her bathroom. Like, it's it's never going to happen. But it's mine. It's mine. And I feel crazy. So Sarah told me, too. She goes, you have to be careful with sending because you put a lot out there. And I think this is also how I got the weird little, there's a nasty little thing. I had to bury both my pendulums because something's getting into all my stuff right now. It's not a fairy. It's not a troll. Yeah, we can talk about that, too, because, I mean, there is something to be said about, I mean, I feel like this all comes back to what we started talking about it's these lessons that we have to learn yeah and like we we go down this path and we have to you know and usually they're much easier to understand once we have separation from them mm-hmm. but like but like i mean you're very attached to this bathroom oh my god obviously right <laughs> it's mine it's, it's mine. mine so like um so yeah i mean there is from the outsider's point of view it could be like oh you know what would be better than having your dream bathroom? Having two, two of your dream bathrooms. Thank you. I'm being I'm being ridiculous. I just need her to know. I need her to know. I think it'll be a great burden relieved <sighs> from you once yeah. you just have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I have a friend who uh, I've been meaning to have a conversation with for a long time mm-hmm. about like, hey, if I didn't contact you, you we wouldn't be friends. Whoa. And it's like this great thing from. Like Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm, like in one of the earlier seasons, Richard Lewis has this where he calls him to meet him by the beach out in like Santa Monica. He's like, I got to tell you, you know, like if, you know, if I never called or texted you or if I never contacted you, I would never hear from you again. Whoa. And uh, you're like, I need to let you know that because uh, my therapist said that I need to let you blah, blah, blah. And I, and I, <laughs> and as soon as I watched that, I was like, oh, I know exactly who I would have this conversation. I need to have this conversation with, but I'm still don't. I, have I still don't like really that. know when to have that conversation, but it's not like really important for me right now. Is this person in a partnership? Yeah, but I think like I know, I know. It's it's not like in the TV show. The reason Larry David doesn't contact Richard Lewis is because he doesn't because Larry hates Richard Lewis's girlfriend. Uh, but like, there's nothing like that going no. on in this situation. It's just one of these things where uh, this particular person never has been great at. Being the one who reaches yeah. out, they always get reached out to yeah. in our relationship. My, so. I have a few friends I always have to reach out to, and they're very successful. Excuse me, and uh, they're very uh, codependent on their partner. So all they want to do is sit around with their partner and do their work. They don't really have an outside life, and I guess I'm okay with it. I think I accepted that that. And would some be, people lean into that. I mean, yeah. maybe that's what was meant for them to be. Like maybe that's when they're at their happiest when they're like. <laughs> They find like this this like special person in their life and then they're like, hey, we're a team now. Yeah. And then they kind of like, now they're just teammates. I feel real judgy today. Am I coming off judgy? I feel like a real fucking asshole today. Am I, <laughs> well, maybe it's can... this old coffee. 
<laughs> you are drinking weak old coffee. <laughs> but no, but I mean, I'm not trying to rationalize codependency. Yeah. Because oh, I don't think, oh, yeah. I don't think that's that's, that's my jam. Let's go there. Okay. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, I mean, we're all it's judging. So, we're all judging. Yeah. I mean, that's how like we survive in the world. We, we yeah. make judgments between what is good for us and what is bad for us. And therefore it helps us stay alive. It's true. It's true. I get real judgy about pregnant women. You, you want to get pregnant. And you want to stay clean, you hang out with me because I'll shame you for that shit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I will. You're gonna. Oh, is that a, is that your second diet Pepsi this week? Oh, it's your third. <laughs> I can't. Bl- you know what? We'll see. Cut to you. You're pregnant, oh, and you just got like uh, you've got like a soda machine in yep. your house. Yeah, <laughs> I hate soda. I like sparkling water. Um, look, I'm fancy. I drink old coffee. I drink. Aged coffee. <laughs> aged, if this is aged like a fine wine. Yeah. Okay, so we I were talking it. about um, like sending yeah. and lessons learned. Yeah. And um, I feel like we're both all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're I do want to tell, I do want to, I think this is kind of funny, the story about um, how I used to pretend to be something. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell that And story. the idea of, and looking back on all of this stuff for me, it's, I, and I'll, I'll preface the story by saying I stopped doing it because of how scared I got about one particular night I did it. Uh, myself oh, and, yeah. and people got yeah, scared. Tell the story. I used to do it all the time. I mean, this is like, this is how long ago I would do it. Like I would go to like Blockbuster and if the, you know, when I was younger and if the gal working the register was like cute, I'd be like, I would like, drop even in that kind of short interaction I would try to like drop like hey you know like mm-hmm. I'm I don't want to be weird but like I I know things about people and I know this about you you're blah 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 and then she'd be like oh my god that's right but cuz most younger women back then 20 years ago or whatever you could guess that they were either in school to be a teacher or a nurse cuz they're like caretakers or like want to help right yeah if they have that like kindness in their fish? eyes did you say and usually that would i usually i would just pick one of those two and i'd be like are you in school to be a nurse and they'd be like oh my god yeah how'd you know that i'm like oh, i just i know things about people so that's how i would do it i wouldn't say i know things about people i would say hey are you yeah so it would just get a conversation started so one night we're at this bar and it's me and a buddy of mine and we join these three young women at, at, a, at a booth table and we're all just kind of sitting there bullshitting and I tell them I can read palms and they think it's bullshit that I can't do it. And it's just a good way to like make established contact. Yeah. And, uh, and it was also fun to pretend. Um, and so they're like, oh, you can read palms. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, touching the one gal's hand. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a little psychic, you know, nothing crazy, but I could, you know, there's certain things I can do. And they're like, like what? And I was like, oh, I can tell you your, your middle names. You know, I know all your middle names. I could tell you all your middle names. And they just start laughing. They're like, you can't do that. And I was like, yes, I can do that. I'm like, I can do that. And these were three white gals. And I knew that there's only so many middle names, typically, depending on where they're from. Mm-hmm. And these three women had moved to Los Angeles. This was back when I lived here when I was like in my early 20s from other places. Yeah. So three white girls from the Midwest-ish area. I knew there's probably only three middle names they would have. Marie, Kristen, Maria. Yeah. Shit like that, right? And so... Uh, we start going and uh, we start doing the thing and I find, you know, I'm like, you have to tell me your first and last name and then I need you to think really loudly while we're doing this uh, what your middle name, I need you to like essentially send it to me. Yeah. Right? Is what I was telling them. And the first girl, uh, I'm holding her hand and I say, your middle name is 
And then boom, I say it. And she goes, oh my God, that's right. And I, I got, I was like, oh, oh my God, that's right. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Um, that was a good guess. And I was like, okay, I've never guessed three in a row. So then the, I moved to the next gal and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you my name. She's like, sure, you might be able to, but there's no way you get all three of ours. There's, it's impossible that you will get all three of our middles. I was like, well, okay, I, I understand the numbers. It's kind of rare. And she goes, no, I don't think you understand. You're never going to, you're never, you'll never do it. And I was like, okay, we'll see about that. And so I was like, you just need to think it really loudly. And, uh, so we sit there and then boom, I guess her middle name. And so I'm like, okay, one more. And they're like kind of freaked out a little bit at this point. But, uh, and then they just start making a big production about how I will never guess their third friend's middle name who they said should go last. And I'm like, okay, they're making a big production of it. That means it's a family name. I'm not going to be able to guess it, right? This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like the maiden name of her grandmother. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, how am I going to guess MacArthur or some shit yeah. as a, as a, as a gal named Sarah, Sarah yeah. MacArthur Stevens? Like, how am I going to guess that? And, uh, and I'm like, that's the only really option for me. Not, I mean, I have to take a wild, wild guess like that. Or the only other option is if it's impossible to guess someone's middle name, why would that be? Yeah. And I'm like, because there's no middle name to guess. Yeah. And so I go, I know what your middle name is. And they go, oh, yeah, what is it? And I go, you don't have one. And all three of them screamed yeah. in the bar, like loudly to where it like, Everyone stopped to look at what, why were these women screaming, right? See, and that's, and they're like, You're my God, you're the devil, you're the devil. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm the devil, right? It's <laughs> and they telepathy. left, and they yeah. immediately left the bar. And, um, my buddy was like, That was spooky, and you totally fucking blew it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too far, Ryan. Too far. And I, that was the last time I pretended you to be psychic like, at, that, at a bar. What's that grifter Tom Cruise movie where they play pool with uh, Paul Newman? Oh, that's the player. Been, yeah, you should the player. I haven't seen it. You, I, I saw it when I was a but child. There's a very I do know that's the, sex scene. the um, there. You got to go in like you don't know, and then it can just you guess like one or you yeah. Know, I don't end, think I'm gonna do well. I haven't table. done that since, so I, I probably won't start you doing gotta, it again. Uh, <laughs> that's to, like that is. There's proof, lots of reasons though. why I would not go to a bar right now. There to, like, are pick no up women, coincidences. But, <laughs> there are no coincidences. But yeah, but it is funny. But that, see, if you already were at that level and you were drinking and not practicing, like, imagine what you could develop, even if it was just telepathy, which I think everybody's telepathic, but um, they were obviously good at sending, but you read their fucking minds. You, and, and most people I, have I would a argue name. that it's probably some combination of telepathy and kind of a numbers game. Right, like to where, like no, like what is no. what is it likely there are like to a be? Billion stupid. Well, I had, well, I had experience, like knowing hundreds of white girls' middle names. You know, growing up in yeah. around all white girls in the middle west, in the mid middle west, in the middle west. <laughs> so I'm not going to discount that it could be a small. Like, there's definitely a small percentage of what happened that night that goes into my history. Yeah, and of knowing these. Types my, of women. My old roommate, this um, very handsome young man I went to college with, um, he, uh, speaking of Jim Carrey, he was like Jim Carrey's BFF for a minute. Uh, real weird. Now he's Ashton Kutcher's BFF. He's in a photo when I don't. I, I was at the gym and I see this photo pop up on on the TV that I'm not listening to, and there's there's subtitles and it's like 
Ashton Kutcher, Demi Moore splitting. Ashton spends the holidays in Italy with new girlfriend. It's a picture of Ashton, some woman, and my old roommate. It's like a selfie of them in Italy. And uh, I was like, yep, that, that's him. There he is. He, he was the most charming, schmoozy, and I think psychic dude. I don't think he knows what he has. But he always was just like, like he knew what people needed to hear. He And not not a creep, like a, a decent human being. Um, like a natural thing as opposed to like a premeditated, yeah. like well, I, I'm going to figure out what yeah. people want to hear yeah. and I will gain their confidence mm-hmm. only to destroy them yes. later. No, no. He, he wanted to social climb, which he really nailed out here. And um, we were at Madame X in New York City one night, this really great bar. Um, okay, I was going to be like, what is that? I think it's on Houston. Um, pretty, it might still be there. I don't know. So but, it's a um, famous, like, cool hip yeah, spot. Yeah, real cool hip bar. We're all sitting on couches. We're with our other roommate. Um, also, real cute dude. I used to dry hump that one. And um, he was Christian scientist, so we couldn't have penetration. But it, the dry humping was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, he went on to marry a Fox newscaster. She's beautiful. She looks just like all the other ones. Um, but so he's sitting there and he starts guessing the underwear that every woman sitting around with us is wearing. And we're talking thong, bikini, full coverage, and the color. We were blown away. Now, this There's, is a psychic power that <laughs> I think a lot of people could get, could get behind. <laughs> <laughs> Get behind. (laughs) I couldn't sit on I couldn't sit on that pun any longer. Uh sorry. (laughs) I mean how stupid is it? I'm not trying to make an ass out of it. Okay, enough. Enough. (laughs) Well, we were blown away. And I, from that moment, was like, this is why he's so good at getting in with everybody. Like he he knows what people he's, he's tapped in and doesn't realize he it. he knows what people need to hear yeah he's totally there's an old in. way of saying it like oh i just have a knack for uh-huh. for knowing this it's yeah. like that's like a way that's and like an old-timey intuition. way of saying someone has intuition yeah and i think when it comes to now trying to bring all this back together and put a bow on it because we're there we're at bow time oh, time to put bow a bow time. on this um when it when you decide that you're going to really surrender to a path of trying to better yourself or it almost sounds a little bit pretentious but when you surrender yourself to being open to the universe let's say it that yep. way and whatever path it you say i will walk the path that you lay down for me yep um which I is pl- something I'll that i've in. recently like been really trying to surrender to um there's the universe is going to say, I'd love for you to walk with me, but also I'm not going to, you're not the one in the front here. I'm showing you the way. Yeah. And you don't get to lead this journey. And like having to accept that is difficult. Yeah. Um, and understanding that you will have to learn lessons or, because I'm just at the beginning and the lessons are fucking harsh. Oh my God. But. At the same time, <laughs> we came. We don't have it. a choice. Yeah, right. This so, is what we're into. And I think people listening to this podcast are are in that same. They're in that same boat. Yeah. And they they so they under that would resonate that this resonates with them and they understand. So we're here just to let you to remind you that yeah you're not alone in that. There's uh, a lot of us are eating universal shit right now oh, when we man. get a little too cocky. And uh, yeah, yeah. and it's you know, and it's nice to be knocked off of our 
mystical pedestal mm-hmm. from time to well, time. Well, it's real scary too. <laughs> yeah, it's real scary. <laughs> but and, that's what we're here yeah, for. And eventually, you won't have to get knocked off that pedestal, yeah. and you'll just you'll become one with the fabric of the universe around you. No, whether that happens in this life, I don't know. I don't know how long, far, how far along someone else. Although, if I had to guess, the Dalai Lama might not listen to this podcast. But like, His he loss. might. He might. Um, he probably will. But, He's uh, listening. So who who knows? Someone Part of being who negative. Don't be negative. That, that's right. <laughs> Dalai Lama would love this podcast. Dalai Lama is plugged in. <laughs> He's buying merch. He's yeah. got a nice little Dalai Lama is magic habit sweatshirt. So yeah, just keep bag. on the path of of you know getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Because I think that's um that you shows wanna... that you're willing to take a risk. Uh, you're willing to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and you want to learn. Yeah. And. And I know me specifically, I need a lot of learning still. So, um, you know, but it's exciting to it think, is. About, to it think is. about where it leads. Well, and when you think about going home and it's just boring, but it, it's nice and comforting and we're all just warm and safe. God, that sounds so boring. But like, that's what that's what we're going to go back to. But no that's matter where, what yeah. happens, you're yeah. going back to a warm, safe place. So take risks. Yeah. And um Oh, but we got to read some of these reviews. And do our best not to keep ourselves distracted from the work that needs to be done. Because that's like the easy thing to do. Yeah. Like, like all the apps and the things and the, the what's the what the, the, the selfies. Like the do the, the, the what are they? Uh, the doozads. The doodads. The doodads and the gizmos. <laughs> stay off the computer, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, stay off the computer, Grandpa. Those will distract us very easily from uh, doing the work that we know the yep. difficult shit that we have to do that we have to deal with. So yeah, so um, let's uh, yeah let's read let's get into those. Okay, this one this is my favorite username. So so far. let's say thank you to thank like, you very much. Thank you for because um, we've got a you know a handful. By the really? time this comes out, I'm sure it'll be more. But we've gotten some great reviews so far on yeah. iTunes. Um, I seriously, anybody left a review, feel free to reach out. If you need a little fix of something, I'll, I'll do something. Your names special, will be right? put on the altar. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a healing candle. I'll, I'll, I'll get you right. So this is my favorite name handle. It's Virgo moon dot, dot, dot. Don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> did you see this one? Yeah, I did. I did. It's so cute. Do you know who it is? I have no idea. Who I it have is. no idea. Um, this is it's where the Virgo magic... moon dot 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 don't tell. Yeah, yes. Secret. So even if I did know, I couldn't tell. This was so nice though. It reminded me, and I actually read this before I was screaming at angels last night to save my dog's life. So, um, but this person wrote. You just th- said before I was screaming at angels. Oh, Angelas. Angel. Oh, you said angels. I thought you. Were, I thought you transitioned <laughs> we to the can third call person. Angelas. <laughs> I thought you meant like at your apartment. Like this was before I was screaming at Angelas last night. Like oh, your wow. place where you live. I'm gonna like how I refer to my last life as the what's not mine (laughs) yeah yeah, you know her um okay so this person wrote this is where the magic happens is the most entertaining paranormal podcast out there ryan and angela are hands down the witchiest people around they have a great dynamic and both of them are hilarious and insightful with so much new age rubbish out there which i'm like oh are they british it is really great to see individuals who genuinely follow the angels and that is such a compliment that's a huge compliment. So thank you, Virgo Moon. I for love that. that. I love that. Who genuinely follow the angels? That put me. That, well, after I read that, I was like, Yeah, that's that's what you're supposed to. I mean, definitely the trying to. Yeah, trying. Definitely trying to is for sure. There. Do we want to read other ones? Um, let's just shout out the names. Okay. We got as thank yous. So thank you to the following folks for writing reviews. I don't have it up right oh, now. Oh, okay. So thank you to it's all about balance. Great name. Thank you to Graham. Grand, grandmaster, my um, grandmaster. Um, 
thank you to equate these are so hard to pronounce equatorial dreams uh collins lover uh this is aaron lopez he signed it so i'm not going to try to say his it's weird little handle um thank you that one is so beautiful um and doing 100 these are so nice and virgo moon don't tell obviously yeah so thank you for the written reviews i mean and also thank you for the clicks the five star ratings the written reviews are also that really supercharges a review though so um so if you're listening to this and you and you're enjoying the podcast please give a five star review and also write a little something because writing something really helps if raise you, the profile so more people will be able to discover yeah. the and podcast. And if you don't write something, we have no idea who you are because they don't show us the the ratings otherwise. So write something and I will I'll I'll get you up on a nice little altar positioning. Yeah, and so yeah, just, you know, just we'll, cuz all the uh you know, the review names or whatever will work. Mm-hmm. Oh as, yeah, yeah, as totally. your name, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so cool. So, thank you very much. Um, don't forget, every Wednesday we we're, we're available everywhere: iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You know, all the good spots. So, um, where podcasts can be found. And if you have any questions, please email us at. Oh, I've got it right here, so I didn't forget. Yay. It is going to be um where oh, oh, where shoot. magic happens where magic happens at gmail.com it's also on the, the website uh, yeah yeah oh yeah so this is where the magic happens.com yeah so it has all the uh the social medias and all that good stuff so thanks again uh we appreciate you um yeah so and we you know just a reminder we want you to know this shit is real this shit is real so tap into that shit that get, real shit get your real shit on uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to end right there after that. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after that. Eh. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs>